0: Some of you might be startled when kaylee read the first word saying, like, this world's really messed up. Um, and you're like, dang, I thought I came to Christmas. Yes, <laughs> uh, that is the message of hope, that this world is really messed up. But in Christ was born a Savior who was able to rescue us and all of creation. Uh, that is the message of hope that we lean into and long for. We don't want to dodge the fact that there are abuses and atrocities and woundedness happening Uh, both in our lives and throughout the world. We don't have to dodge that because we have a God big enough to hold us in that. And that's our hope, Uh, that that little baby didn't stay a baby, right? That six-pound, eight-ounce baby Jesus isn't just the one rocking there, Uh, but he grew up and he announced good news, the kingdom of God is here. And he called all people, repent and believe the good news, the kingdom of God is actually here. And then the religious and the Romans murdered him for that. In just a few months, we'll come into Easter, and we'll be gathered in this room again, remembering the heaviness of the weight of our sin placed on Jesus as he dies on a cross. The little baby, grown up, 33 years later, stripped and hung on a cross, not because of anything he had done, but because the weight of the wounds of this world needed somebody to pay for them, somebody to set them free, someone to heal them. And the only way that took place was through God's son Jesus dying. But he doesn't stay dead, right? This is a hope for us. He's raised again to a living hope. And so as we cry out in the midst of it, we look forward to one day, Jesus, who has ascended, who isn't here now, he gave us his spirit, so we're not alone. He gave us each other, so we're not alone. But one day, he will return to finally and fully make all things right. And on that day, all the sad tears that you're wiping away in your eyes right now will be forever wiped away. All the pain, the disease, the loneliness, the isolation, the abuses, the suffering. The questions of how much longer God in an instant will be done away with. And all who, those who bow to need a King Jesus will enjoy a restored creation forever. All those who said yes to his saving power now enjoy a restored earth where there is no more of that. And all those who said, God, I, I don't need your plan. I don't need your love. I don't need your design. I don't need Jesus. Spend eternity separated from him in that restored creation. Uh, There is so much good news in Christmas, but there's also a reminder that this is real, and we actually have to do something with the news that is announced that Jesus is Lord and we are not. That we are stuck in a situation that we can't set ourselves free from. Uh, But we have Jesus, the one who lived, the one who died, the one who rose again, the one we read of, the one we sing of, the one we lift our hands to, believing that he alone is able to save. And so none of that was what I was planning on saying. But I do want to give you guys a chance To share some of the stories if you want just two or three. I know a lot of you have entered into meaningful rhythms this last season uh, and this isn't just about one person sharing with everyone their perspective but uh, as a family, as a family uh, together as disciples who are following Jesus did want to give a chance if a few of you wanted to share some of the stories of what God's been up to in your family, in your life, in your MC. uh, You can throw your hand up I'll bring you the mic and we'll just take a few of those stories uh, and then we'll continue on with singing and reading together. But does anybody have anything that God's been stirring up in them that they want to share with the family and the family of the family who's here? Feel free to throw your hand up. Yep, I see you in the back. I
1: always wanted to say that. you uh, Yeah, since we were talking about the season right now, um, me personally, I've been through a lot and, you know, I just trusted in god and jesus and the healing the holy spirit i know it's come over me whether i have good times or bad times for some reason i just always feel like a little bit of hope inside of me and i've just uh, i forgot exactly what it was but i've just been you know not afraid to share you know the message with a lot of people and people are really receptive to it and i've been able to help a lot of people connect with a lot of people just be there in the time of need you know say the right thing or or anything, you know, I've just been, God has used me for a lot of things in life and then now he's using me to spread his message. And, you know, it's really good, it's simple, but very powerful.
0: Thank you so much for you all. Anybody else? Yeah.
2: Test, test, okay. I always have to check because my voice is loud. All right, Um, so um, I was going back and forth whether I should share this or not, but I think I have to because a couple months ago, my car broke down and um, I work from home, so it's not no urgency for me to fix my car. But um, during this time, there's also a family member in the household who's going through depression. And um, I have gone through it before a couple times, I know what it looks like. And um, I remember the second time I went through it, um, a friend came by and he would always come by and just sit there and we wouldn't do anything in particular, um, but he would be there. And I never understood why. Uh, We didn't talk about anything in particular. I would just lay on the floor, (laughs) stare off into the, the, the horizon and just be there. So, uh, when my car broke down, knowing I'm in the household with someone who's going through this, um, the connection was made for me that it was my turn to be present um, and not try to problem solve, but really just to be there in that moment. And so, that was a lesson for me to kind of realize how powerful the presence of another person can be. Um, But then also the other thing we started doing was like nightly prayers, which I I never do, you know, to me, that's just private to pray and all that. Um, But, you know, she's like, I like the way you do it. So you're the one who's going to say the prayers every night. (laughs) So I've adapted and I've been doing that. And um, just the other day she had a very, very, very deep, dark cry. Um, It was very heavy. Um, But today, As I was in here, I got a text message that, you know, she feels normal today. Um, So I know that that was a result of, you know, the prayers we've been doing and result of just believing that she can get through it. And my car broke down intentionally, (laughs) now I understand, um, because my experience was needed to be able to help her guide through that. Um, So I thought I'd share that because that happens a lot this time of year. Thank you so much for sharing.
0: Anybody else? I got you.
3: Um, This year, um, within our missional community, I'm part of Kevin's missional community, um, we have uh, experienced as a family divorce, um, illness, job loss, and it's just been a blessing to see God come around us and throughout the people that are in Missio as a family and then within our missional community, just come around us and love on each other. And I've really enjoyed this um, year in being able to watch and see my daughters grow, although I'm trying to stop that and it's not working, but to see them grow and build relationships within their youth. Um, I appreciate Coral and Jake and Kari and Kevin for the love that they continue to pour in them and to watch them grow. And just to see um, God's hand in all of it and not being afraid to stand on faith and to stand on his word and his promises that he continues to give us and know that within eternity we will get to spend that time with him and rejoice for days such as Christmas or Easter as heavy and as hard as that is, but to know that God is in the midst of it all.
4: In our missional community, we focus on international students and just anyone who comes here from different countries. And one of the things that stirred that up in us is loneliness. Um, a lot of people who move here, they don't, they don't experience Americans to be very um, friendly or welcoming. And we had an English Corner Christmas party, which was very sweet. Uh, in the English Corner before that, I had heard from a woman, um, she's from Algeria. Her husband is, he is going to come here in 12 years. She has a baby. And I said, wow, that must be very lonely. And she did, she speaks very, very little English. And she said, I am so lonely. So she knows that word. I I don't know how she knows that word compared to all the other ones that she doesn't, but it was, I don't know. It just made me think, wow, Jesus is really here. And this one woman named Claire, she just comes because she wants to volunteer. <laughs> like, I don't know how she heard of it, but she comes and she's older and she said, you know, this is so good for my social life. I've been so lonesome. <laughs> she used the word lonesome, isn't that cute? But anyway, um, at the Christmas party, um, we had, so one of the guys, his sister lives in Boston. She's in a, an English learning program she comes, she says, you guys are my first American friends. And I said, what, you've been living here for a year in Boston. And she said, oh yeah, it's an international program, so we don't meet Americans. And I said, okay, well, we'll be your first American friends. So it was really sweet just in this season to, to just walk in loneliness and say that it's, it's not gonna be anymore for at least for the international students in Tempe.
0: They tried setting you up and pointing that right to your face. That was—I saw that. Don't worry. They like handed it over and put it right. I wanted to share the stories from that are our stories, right? Just as the as the reminder. Uh, this is none of that was prepared. Nobody had a script. Uh, the reminder that this true and living Savior. Uh, The one that Matthew, and it was written, you'll call his name Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins, right? That name Jesus was a common name that wasn't a a really abnormal one. And so it stood alone as like this name for all of history. It was a super common name. Uh, That's why they often had to say Jesus the Christ because they're like, which Jesus are we talking about here? And it'd be like the Christ, the Messiah, the one that's been waited for for so long to redeem and rescue and bring healing. And my hope is over the, over the next few days, as you hear Jesus, that you remember that that name means God saves, God rescues, God delivers. And there's the reality that none of us are so far God, gone that God can't rescue us, right? There's no sin that we've committed. There's no wound that we've given to others. There's no suffering that we've had that, that he won't enter into when we welcome him into that space. And the hope is that this Advent season, as it comes to a close for us, is a reminder that Christ has come. And as sure as we look back on that day, he will one day come again. And we live as a people in the meantime, figuring out how do we live with a Savior who's rescued us, but we're still waiting for that final rescue. And that's the tension of this Advent. But as you do that, continue to just ask those questions. Where am I seeing Jesus show up in my life? In the first few chapters of Matthew that we looked at, we've seen him show up in random places for random people, and we're used to these stories, but it'd be super startling to have a dream and be told your wife was pregnant. Let's just go ahead and be honest, and you knew it wasn't you. Super startling. Uh, Showing up in a field, and the shepherds see these angels popping up and saying like, good news, great joy, don't be afraid. And we're like, yeah, don't be afraid, they're angels. And you're like, yeah, they're angels. Or you're sitting there with your baby and you're trying to figure out not where to eat dinner and what Chick-fil-A to pull over at. Uh, I always use Chick-fil-A on Sundays because they're closed and now you're hungry. Uh, Chick-fil-A, which one do I pull over at? And they're like, oh, no, no, that's not what we're worried about. Where are we going to sleep tonight and where are we going to have a baby? When she's born and places the baby in a manger, all these startling moments. But our prayer is that we, like the Magi, right, that we learned about those wise men that came from the East, when they see Jesus, they erupt in joyful worship. And that really is our hope, that we would continue to see Jesus afresh and as a people, as a community, be moved to joyful worship together. Would you guys pray with me and we'll sing again. jesus i thank you for your grace i thank you for your work in our lives i thank you for your work in the world God, thinking of friends that are still in the middle of the hard places right now not on the other side of it not looking back but in the middle of it would christmas would jesus be good news that you're not on the other side of it you're not waiting for them to get through it but right now in the midst of what might be the hardest season Of their life you are Emmanuel God with us there but what we also remember the name Jesus means God saves and so you don't just stay present and passive but you are active and you're restoring you are renewing you are at work and so as we look at the wounds in the world maybe the wounds in our families the disappointment of what parents have done or siblings have done or kids have done or friends have done Would we, in a new way, be able to lean into you and your grace because we look at what you have done, born, died, risen, and allowed us to walk in newness of life? Jesus, we love you. And we're so glad you meet with us here today. Amen. (laughs)